Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Famous star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. This is WTOP News. WTOP FM Washington. WWWTFM Manassas. WTLP FM Braddock Heights Frederick. This just into WTOP, another school announcement to pass along because of this snowstorm we're getting tomorrow. Montgomery County Public Schools say all activities are canceled for tomorrow. Montgomery County Public Schools, all activities canceled for tomorrow. It's 458. We've got traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine in the traffic center. We do have heavy traffic on the Beltway, but in Maryland, all of the crashes from earlier in the hour are now on shoulders. Interloop near Branch Avenue, Outer Loop near Central Avenue, and Outer Loop after Connecticut Avenue. Delays remain, but with lanes open toward whatever remains of those incidents. Farther around, congestion between the Spur and Legion Bridge. Interloop coming out of Virginia, still riding the brakes across the bridge. And in Maryland, heading for Frederick and out of Frederick, northbound on 270, thick traffic near Hyattstown at Urbana, and westbound on 70, beyond the Monoxy River, getting up to Braddock Heights. A lot of folks heading for the ski slopes. Arlington, Virginia, northbound GW Parkway, open near Gravelly Point. Traffic will ease away from arrivals and uh, DCA. 395 slow in across the 14th Street Bridge. 95 still slow southbound in waves from Springfield Woodbridge. Our traffic center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years, visit windownation.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's get our forecast, Steve Rudin. As we move through the evening, we are going to see snow develop from west to east. It will become moderate to heavy at times, especially after midnight. General accumulation around two to four inches for the metro area, head north and west, and we're looking at four to six inches or more. Good news, it's all out of here very early Saturday morning, cold and blustery Saturday afternoon. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin of the First Alert Weather Center. And right now, we're looking at 46 here in the nation's capital. At 459. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is brought to you by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. Breaking news. Donald Trump fined more than $350 million and barred from running businesses in New York for three years. Keep it here on WTOP for frequent updates and analysis. A substantial snowfall coming out to our area overnight. Stay with us for the latest on the forecast. News of potential slick roads. Schools, including those in Fairfax and now Montgomery counties, are changing schedules for tomorrow because of the weather. Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny dies in prison at 47. We'll go in-depth with Peter Baker of the New York Times. That's coming up at 5.15. And the Dow loses 145 points. It's 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Peter King. A Trump Organization spokesman calls it a miscarriage of justice. The judge who fined the former president, his sons, and another company official hundreds of millions of dollars would probably call it justice served. CBS's Wendy Gillette has more on the penalty verdict in the Trump civil fraud trial. A New York state judge has ruled Trump and his employees must pay almost $364 million in penalties. He was accused of overinflating his real estate holdings to get better loan rates. A statement from Trump Trump's attorney says they'll appeal and called the verdict a manifest injustice. CBS News legal analyst Ricky Kleeman. He really does have a viable argument 
that this is a different justice system applying to him and to his business. The trial lasted 11 weeks and included testimony from 40 witnesses. Wendy Gillette, CBS News, New York. Prison officials in Russia haven't given the cause of death for opposition leader Alexei Navalny, who was serving a 19-year sentence in the Arctic when his death was announced this morning. Fordham University professor and Russia expert Beth Noble says there have been previous attempts on Navalny's life. Navalny almost died once in 2020 when someone placed a nerve agent on his clothing, an attack he later proved was done by the Russian security services. And then when Navalny returned to Russia in 2021, the Russians put him in increasingly harsh prisons and kept extending his prison sentence. And none of that could have been done without President Putin's personal approval. This will be a good weekend for sledding or staying indoors in the Washington, D.C. area with snow expected. It's a much different story on the other side of the country. Here's CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. On the West Coast, we are going to be taking a look at another set of atmospheric river events. We've got one moving in Saturday morning, another one moving in Monday, and another moving in Wednesday. By the time all of them are said and done, we're probably looking around three, maybe four inches of rain in the San Francisco Bay Area. As you head into Southern California, we're looking probably at around two, maybe three inches of rain there. In East Tennessee, the mystery of a missing deputy ends with the discovery of his body in the Tennessee River. Meigs County's Chief Deputy Brian Malone remembers Deputy Robert Leonard. It's a hard time for us here. Something we don't ever deal with here in Meigs County. We're a small rural county. Deputy Leonard had only been here for a couple months. He became part of our family. It's believed Leonard mistakenly drove onto a boat ramp and wound up in the river. On Wall Street, the Dow closed down 145 points. The Nasdaq lost 131. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 5.03 on Friday afternoon, February the 16th. We have clouds right now. Temperatures are hanging in the mid to upper 40s. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour on WTOP is a reminder that we are still in winter. We're getting ready for some snow here in the D.C. region. 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin on what will be falling late tonight and overnight. Snow lovers are going to love what is on the way later tonight. And people who don't like the snow so much, you'll be happy to know that it's going to be out of here very early tomorrow morning. We're talking before sunrise. Enjoy the snow while you can. It's going to be cold tomorrow, only around 4. 40 degrees with wind chill factors in the 20s and 30s. But next week, we're trending very mild, mid-50s to around 60 degrees. Well, Steve says the D.C. metro area could see 2 to 4 inches, while the northern and western suburbs could see as much as 6. Now, this is where you turn when weather threatens. Keep it here on WTOP for traffic and weather in just about four minutes. Well, we are getting cancellations and changes coming for public school systems tomorrow and their activities will start in Maryland. Montgomery County Public Schools canceling all school-sponsored activities and events tomorrow. This includes athletic events, academic programs, and field trips, community use of public facilities and schools. Those are also canceled. All athletics activities for Prince George's County Public Schools canceled. Facilities there are closed. In Howard County, all school and community-sponsored events at county public schools are canceled tomorrow as well. And Charles County Public Schools in Maryland say any activities planned for tomorrow will take place after noon. Now, in Virginia, Arlington County schools are canceling all activities tomorrow. 
Fairfax County Public Schools canceling activities until noon tomorrow. And Prince William County Public Schools will open at noon tomorrow for activities closed during the morning. The complete list of closings, cancellations, delays at WTOP.com. A heads up, if you're on the road and you take the GW Parkway, the northern section of the parkway is shutting down at 7 this evening from the Beltway to Spout Run. Those in charge say the closure is needed to make sure that the roads are treated the right way properly and that they maintain safe travel conditions. We'll let you know once the parkway has reopened. 5.05, another news this afternoon. Part of what Maryland's House Speaker calls her decency agenda includes a bill that would send school superintendents to class on a special assignment. Our story from WTOP's Kate Ryan. Quorum call before third reading bills. That's Maryland House Speaker Adrian Jones, who this week announced a package of bills as part of her decency agenda. One bill would require boards of education, for example, to get training aimed at fighting anti-Semitism and Islamophobia. Another would require school superintendents to take a leadership course. Maryland Matters reporter William Ford explains that bill comes as Maryland has an interim state superintendent, Carrie Wright, and the search is on for a permanent schools chief. That person will also be required to take this particular leadership course or, or, or program. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. An update now on the case of the toddler who was murdered last week in Prince George's County. Prince George's County police say they have two teenagers now in custody for the shooting death of the two-year-old boy. PG police say that officers arrested a 15-year-old from Tacoma Park, a 16-year-old from Hyattsville yesterday. Both boys are charged as adults. Last week, police arrested 33-year-old Israel Fuentes Fuentes Jr. and 28-year-old Johnny Torcios. They are charged with first-degree murder. You will remember that last week, the two-year-old and his mom were shot in an apartment complex in Langley Park. Police say the child and his mom were caught in crossfire between the two adult men and another group. There has been an arrest in connection with a string of recent armed robberies targeting D.C.'s Latino communities. Here at the 3rd District Station, D.C. Police Commander James Boatler says they arrested 18-year-old Kwesi Pine Thursday morning in connection with a series of armed robberies starting last month. He's responsible at this moment for nine cases, right? Seven robberies, a carjacking, and, and, and his weapons offense. Pine is accused of targeting people in specific neighborhoods. The neighborhoods that were targeted were the Columbia Heights neighborhoods neighborhood, the Mount Pleasant neighborhood, and then the 4th District along that 16th Street corridor. He's being charged with carrying a pistol without a license and possession of an unregistered firearm in addition to the carjacking and armed robbery charges. These are serious, violent robberies. He has to answer for those now. In Northwest D.C., Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. D.C.'s dining scene has more of these per capita than any other city. I'm Jeff Clayball. It's 508. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Friday roads with Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Friday rules apply. The Friday afternoon rush hour starts early, but it usually starts winding down early. Might be hard to tell, but it was a little worse last hour. Still slow in parts of the Beltway, like the Interloop coming down past Andrews, the Outer Loop up to Central Avenue, and the Outer Loop into Silver Spring. But all the earlier crashes from last hour were cleared out of the way. The lanes remain open. Certainly slow both ways toward the American Legion Bridge, but a less intense volume delay 
whether you're on the inner or outer loop, for what it's worth. And northbound on 270, some slow stretches of traffic remain through Clarksburg. 70 westbound, still crowded in Frederick. But again, not as uh, bad as it was earlier. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, volume delays, but no incidents. And Route 50, hey, you're delay-free between Bowie and the Bay Bridge. In the district, slow coming in off 50 Kenilworth Avenue and southbound on DC 295. Volume delays northbound near Pennsylvania Avenue. And on 395, both ways between the 14th Street Bridge and 3rd Street Tunnel. Over the river in Virginia, George Washington Parkway. All lanes open near Gravelly Point. 395 through most of the Commonwealth in good shape. Southbound will be slow through Springfield to go south on 95, but just volume delays. 66 getting better west of the Beltway. Eastbound still congested near Bolston, but with lanes open heading in toward Roslyn and the Roosevelt Bridge. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture Shop Regency's President's Day sale and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looked so good. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's track our next storm that is coming our way. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. We're dry as we move through the early part of the evening, but that all changes later on tonight and into the overnight as a robust weathermaker sweeps across the area. It's out of here by about 5, 6 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Saturday, but it's likely to dump anywhere between four to six inches of snow north and west of D.C. And for areas inside around the Capitol Beltway, about two to four inches, around 40 degrees for a daytime high on Saturday. It's cold as blustery, milder temperatures next week. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 47 in Alexandria, 44 in Columbia, 47 Penn Quarter in downtown D.C. And we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Clayball. Another possible reason for the Fed to hold off on a rate cut just yet. Wholesale inflation came in hotter than expected last month. Producer prices rose three-tenths of a percent. Snack food makers have been quietly expressing concerns about appetite-suppressing weight loss shots. Maybe with a reason. Morgan Stanley says Ozempic users cut grocery spending by up to 9%. Junk food most significantly affected. D.C. has more Michelin-starred restaurants per capita than any other city. Last year, 223 restaurants in the U.S. earned Michelin stars. 11% of them are in D.C. Friday losses, end of the week on Wall Street. The Dow down 145 points. The S&P 500 down 24. That was a half percent loss. The Nasdaq down 130, almost 1%. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. One of our huge stories of the day. Vladimir Putin critic and Russian opposition figure Alexei Navalny has died in prison. The New York Times' Peter Baker, who covered the rise of Vladimir Putin while in Moscow, will join us with reporting and analysis next. 5-11. Hey, Washington, D.C., are you looking for new ways to save? Well, on Verizon, you don't need to be on a family plan to get our best deals. Switch to Verizon, and for a limited time, plans start at just $50 per month for a single line with auto pay plus taxes and fees when you bring your own phone with unlimited welcome. That's a savings of $15 per month. And when you switch now, you can save on the things you love to stream, like Netflix and Max. There's never been a better time to switch to the network America relies on. A better plan to save is Verizon. This offer won't last long. Visit your local Verizon store to switch and save big today. 
$180 BYOD promo credit per phone applied over 36 months for new customers with one new line with your own 4G or 5G smartphone on unlimited welcome plan required. $360 local promo credit applied over 36 months for new customers with one new line. Additional terms apply in select markets only. Auto pay and paper-free billing required. For unlimited welcome plan in times of congestion, unlimited 5G and 4G LTE may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Domestic data roaming at 2G speeds. Hi, I'm Rachel, and I have a serious heart condition called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, or HCM. Some symptoms include being short of breath, feeling tired, or having dizziness or chest pain. I still had symptoms on my beta blocker, so I asked my cardiologist about any treatment advances. It was a breakthrough for me. That's why I'm working with Bristol-Myers Squibb to raise awareness about HCM and to help others like me. Talk to your cardiologist today and visit hcmrealtalk.com for more information. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb. Something amazing is happening here, an extreme balancing act. Federal agencies are balancing employee demands for flexibility with the security and reliability the country demands. That's because CDW government optimized, deployed, and managed a secure and scalable laptop solution using Dell Latitude 5000 series notebooks. For sustainable solutions that balance flexibility and security, Dell Technologies and CDW government. Make amazing happen. Find out more at cdwg.com slash dellfederal. Later this hour, this is the day we recognize people who work very hard for little or no money. It is National Caregivers Day. Keep it here on WTOP. President Biden has set a bold vision for the future of America's ethanol industry. Mark my words, next 20 years, farmers are going to provide 95% of all the sustainable airline fuel. That vision can only become reality if the Biden administration uses the right scientific modeling for bio-based aviation fuels. Without sustainable aviation fuel made from American-grown ethanol, the Biden administration will not meet its climate goals. Learn more about how ethanol can take the aviation industry to new heights and the importance of getting the modeling right at ethanolrfa.com. Paid for by the Renewable Fuels Association. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 514, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for joining us. Jailed Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny is dead at the age of 47. Russia's Federal Penitentiary Service says Navalny lost consciousness after a walk and gave no official cause of death. President Biden says that he is highly skeptical of that report. Russian authorities are going to tell their own story. Make no mistake. Make no mistake. Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Navalny was considered the fiercest political rival of Vladimir Putin. He was serving a 19-year prison sentence at a high-security penal colony near the Arctic Circle. New York Times Chief White House Correspondent Peter Baker used to be the Moscow Bureau Chief for the Washington Post. He joined us a bit earlier from the Munich Security Conference to talk about this development. Three years ago, when President Putin and President Biden met in Geneva, President Biden told reporters afterwards that he specifically warned Putin about not harming Alexei Navalny. And Navalny had been put back in prison as basically uh, trying to keep a critic out of public view. And Biden knew then what a lot of people know, which is that you go into a Russian prison, you don't often come out alive. And so he made that warning of devastating consequences if Putin did something. But the problem for him today as he gets up there and denounces Navalny's death 
is that he doesn't have that many options left for devastating consequences because they've already taken so many actions against Russia in the two years since the Ukraine invasion that there are not a lot of tools left on the table. So President Biden is left, I think, trying to figure out what he can do to make that case to Russia, but also to make the case back at home for the Congress to pass security aid for Ukraine. He's hoping this, the death of Alexei Navalny will remind Republicans in the House who are blocking it why it's important to stand up to Putin. Peter, you were in the room when Alexei Navalny's wife spoke along with his spokesperson. What did she say about her husband's death? Well, it was very dramatic, of course. This is a conference of diplomats and leaders, prime ministers and presidents. Vice President Kamala Harris had just given her speech. And in walks Yulia Navalny, uh, poised, composed. You know, you would not know she was suffering the way she was clearly suffering. And she got up on stage, a stunner, I think, to the room and gave us a short statement, about two minutes, no notes that I saw, and very, very powerful denunciation of President Putin saying he would bear responsibility for what had happened to her husband and what was happening to Russia at large. Peter, you were in Russia as Vladimir Putin came to power, and he has only just cracked down as the years have gone by. From the people you talk to, from your understanding of what's going on there, is there a true galvanized opposition to Vladimir Putin led by Navalny, or is this a movement that is it just is more or less fractured? Navalny was just the biggest figure in all that. Well, he's definitely the biggest figure, and that's, of course, why he was targeted by the Kremlin. He had really inspired a lot of Russians and a lot of people around the world with his crusades against corruption and repression. And he, of course, had been poisoned by Russian agents in, back in 2020, nearly died, saved by German doctors, and then went back to Russia anyway, knowing that he was facing the risk. And so I think that he really was a, a galvanizing figure. But you're right to point out that there is not a wide spread opposition. Part of that, of course, is because Putin has made sure that there isn't one, that, you know, they have they have used the tools of government, of a repressive government to keep a thriving opposition from growing. Part of that is also a brain drain. A million Russians have left the country since the invasion of Ukraine, including a lot of people who would be the part of any opposition because they don't want to have any part of a country that's at war like that. So it's a, it's a fractured moment for the opposition, and it's hard to see how they could get anywhere, especially without their leader. New York Times Chief White House Correspondent Peter Baker top stories we're working on for you right now on WTOP. Former President Trump has been fined more than $350 million and has been barred from running businesses in New York for three years. It's all the result of that civil fraud trial. We are expecting snow overnight, two to four inches in D.C.'s closing suburbs. More snow to the north and west. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 518. It's traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia, on the Interloop, traffic remains heavy toward the Legion Bridge out of Tyson's. Outer Loop slow through Annandale. Some debris between Braddock Road and the Springfield Interchange in the right center lane. Also slow in Alexandria toward the Wilson. Chantilly, Stringfellow Road blocked points between the County Parkway and 50 for a gas leak. I-66, no major incidents. Over in Maryland and back on the Beltway between Silver Spring and Bethesda on the Outer Loop. The remains of a crash on the right shoulder west of Connecticut Avenue. Interloop still congested in Silver Spring and College Park. Crash reported near Route 1. And still losing time southbound from 202 toward Andrews. It was a collision about an hour ago near Branch Avenue. Everything there should be out of the way. I-270 northbound, I-70 westbound. Traffic still heavy near Clarksburg, Urbana, and Frederick. 
Inbound traffic heading for D.C. on Route 50 and Kenilworth Avenue is still slow from Chevrolet toward northeast. And northbound traffic on D.C. 295 is still crowded near the 11th Street Bridge and Pennsylvania Avenue. Also heavy both ways on 395 between the 14th Street Bridge and about Main Avenue Southwest. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own unbound.org. Dave Deldine, WTOP Traffic. Well, let's find out about this storm and when the snow is coming. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. Winter is making a comeback, and we're definitely going to see and feel it as we move into the late evening hours and into the overnight. A winter weather advisory for the District Arlington, Alexandria, also Fairfax and Southern Maryland. Head to Montgomery County. Loudon and Frederick counties. That's where you have a winter storm warning where you could be looking at four to six inches of snow by the time all is said and done. About two to four inches for the metro area. All this draws to a close very early tomorrow morning. Then it's cold and blustery Saturday afternoon. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 46 at BWI Marshall. Dulles checks in at 46. Also 46 at Reagan National Airport, brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted, same-day service, seven days a week. We are following some breaking news here on WTOP. After a shooting at the Glenmont Metro Station, we will tell you what we know coming up 521. Hi, it's Julie Olabonji. And Tony Perkins from News 4 Today. And the best part of our morning is you. We love hearing why more of you wake up with News 4 Today. This is the team that helps you rise and shine. The energy that you guys, it comes through the TV. The banter, the humor. You guys are relatable. Um, I don't watch anything else but Town of Four. Well, my family. You so and you're a part of our family, too. Join us for News 4 Today on NBC4 weekday morning starting at 4 a.m. We're working for you. People are driving 20, 30, 60 miles for the area's most incredible Toyota deals. And it all starts with just a click at twicethechoices.com. Waldorf Toyota and Alexandria Toyota make it all twice as easy at twicethechoices.com. Twice the Toyota selection, twice the Toyota savings, all with twice the Toyota customer service you deserve. The secret is out. The Toyota partnership that's putting dreams and driveways all around the Beltway. Point, click, and save. Twicethechoices.com. Ashley's President's Day has it all. Low, low holiday sale prices and a great selection of Ashley styles in store now. Plus 0% interest for five years with no minimum purchase. And hot buys, your choice, just $6.99. Great styles, one low price. Sofas, reclining sofas, queen bedrooms, dining sets only $6.99 or $12 per month. Hurry in, two-piece sectional, $9.79. Five-piece dining set, $3.49. Queen bed, $2.49. The President's Day sale is on now at Ashley. Visit homestores.store for participating locations near you. Breaking news on WTOP. A teenager is in the hospital after a shooting at the Glenmont Metro Station. Montgomery County Police say the shooting happened about 4 this afternoon at the top level of the station's parking garage. Metro Transit Police say the victim, a teenage boy, was taken to the hospital. He is expected to be okay. Now, police are on the scene as they continue to investigate. Stay with WTOP and WTOP.com. We'll bring you more details when we get them. Well, it can sometimes be thankless, unpaid job. 53 million people share providing care for a family member. This is National Caregivers Day. I have no regrets. NBC reporter Richard Louie was working in New York when his father was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. I've made the decision to travel from New York to San Francisco three times a month. He did that for seven years. So stay in shape physically, mentally, and emotionally for the caregiving because you need it. 
It's a long journey. You have a lot of ups and downs. His father died two years ago. Richard said it was important for him to be there for his father. If we run away from this, we're leaving a lot of great things on the table about ourselves and about our culture and about our families. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Professional boxing champions from D.C. are in the spotlight as part of Black History Month. They were honored by city leaders at the Columbia Heights Community Center. Several professional boxers who started in the nation's capital and rose through the ranks to become champions were recognized by city leaders, including Mayor Muriel Bowser. Sometimes people forget that we're the sports capital, but we're the sports capital, right? Among the champs, Demarcus Corley. It's discipline, hard work, dedication. Boxing takes 100% focus. And the people